Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 694, for comics originally coming out December the 21st into December the 22nd. But before Drew and I cut him, talk about what's coming out in your local comic shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday of Christmas week. Drew, uh, what else do we got coming on in the world of comics? Neither of neither you or I have done Spider Man yet, but we are caught up on Hawkeye and yeah. excited for comics. So what else is going on? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to go to midweek showing of Spider Man to hopefully have a, a less of a crowd because we've heard the yeah. crowds are just packed. So we're hoping uh, that we can do that on Wednesday and go see Spidey in the theater. Um, masked up because we're we haven't seen reaction from the secondary market yet because it just hit, but we're probably going to see, uh, see that next. Everyone week, so. who's who's talked to me about it in code is like, you must see it before it is spoiled. So many surprises, yeah. you must see it before it is spoiled. I'm like, oh geez, I'm not going to make it to win. Do your friends really talk like that? You must see it before it is spoiled. <laughs> yeah, they talk like the guy. That does the movie voiceovers in a world, <laughs> in a world where Drew and Kyle did not see Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, so, and we've got, we've got family Christmas uh, this weekend on our yeah. dad's side, and they always go to the movies. Like, uh, our cousins always go early, and they mm-hmm. always they're always like. Skirting around, Did you see the Star, Star Wars. I'm like, no, we got stuff going on. Yeah, Dang it. yeah it's freaking holiday weekend, and and you guys went to the movies, um, and we we spent it with family, you jerks. And then they have already seen it, and they like to try to spoil it for us. Um, so we're gonna have trouble with that one. We just go in and punch them right in the face right from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Christmas, bam. Funk. <laughs> Um, yeah, Hawkeye. That that episode was fantastic, man. But, I can't believe there's only one more. I, I want I want so much more than one. Yeah, person. they need they need to reboot this again and again and again and tell different little stories in this in this world because there's no way they're going to have this wrapped up with one more episode. There's going to be so many right. things, so many directions they can go. So much. And just so, so we're clear, after this one, I'm going to ask you to rank the Disney Plus series. So just FYI. Okay. Okay, the, the, just the Disney Plus though, because I still haven't finished What If. <laughs> <laughs> then it can be last. <laughs> yeah, because that was like HBO Max, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't even know. I, I dipped out. Yeah. So yeah. Um, the live action Disney Plus. The live action Disney Pluses. True. No, you're right. What If might be on Disney. I don't know. I don't know. I get my streamers confused. Mm-hmm. Um, I just it's all on the same computer for me. So. Yeah. There you go. <coughs> um, so yeah, Hawkeye. We're gonna go see Spider Man Wednesday. Oh, and we've got twelve comics of Christmas uh, responses to go through. So let's get started on that. We have uh, Darren Williams who sent this in number twelve favorite cr- comic of twenty twenty one: Batman Urban Legends. Mm. Number eleven: Nice ho- Nice House on the Lake. Number ten: Never Never. Number nine: Star Wars Darth Vader. Number eight, Noctera. Number seven, Batman. Number six, Something is Killing the Children. So, spelling it out for Drew. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason to take a shot. It's Christmas time. 
<laughs> uh, number five, TMNT, The Last Ronin. Mm. Uh, number four is Gun Honey. I gotta read that. Number three is Geiger. Number two is Stray Dogs. And number one, favorite comic of 2021 is Batman the Imposter. Which oh, wow. I have I I know I have two of them stacked up. Um, it was a black label, and I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's a 50, this could be good. It's a fifty-page comic. I don't feel like it right now. <laughs> it's one of those that you would fall asleep. Yeah, I, I might not make it through. Um, like I got that at like an eighty-page giant uh, and a at a hundred-page villains giant. I'm like. Uh, those are long. <laughs> are there any 20-page comics around that I can dip into first? And I save those till last, till I'm wide awake. And uh, so I've been putting this one off. But the number one of the year, I gotta... Yeah, well, might have to be like, might, wait a minute. Might have to make some make some time. Um, let's see. Uh, this is, this came in from L. Um, just one word, L. E-L-L-E. 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 Uh, nope. Number twelve favorite comic of twenty twenty one, The Blue Flame. Ah. Uh, number eleven is Nice House on the Lake. Uh, number ten is Crush and Lobo. Number oh cool okay. Number nine Fight Girls, which I've heard great things about and missed out on. Mm-hmm. Number eight Serial. Okay. Number seven Something Is Killing the Children, or as I like to call it S I K T C. Number six is it's just S K T C. You don't do the I. You don't do the I. Dang it! No. Gosh, I suck. Uh, number six is Berserker. Number five is the Department of Truth. Uh-huh. Number really four good. is that Texas Blood. Love that. Uh, number three, Spider Man, Spider Shadow. Hmm. Number two, Batman Reptilian. And number one favorite comic of 2021, The Many Deaths of Layla Starr. Okay. Great book. Very cool. Love that one. Uh, John Abel sends this in. Uh, His number 12 favorite, Black Widow. Hmm. Number 11 is The Joker. Number 10 is Firepower. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Good Asian. Number eight, Black Hammer, Barbalian. Uh, oh. Number seven, Captain Marvel. Number six, Nice House on the Lake. Number five is Canto. Number four is Detective. Number three is Bat- Batman, Catwoman. Number two favorite is Daredevil. And his number one favorite comic of 2021 is Nightwing. Yes. Easy to get behind that one. my own heart, yes. Let's do one more. No Moon Knight on anybody's list, just FYI. I don't understand that. What's going on? Uh, This is Adam P., whose number one, or number 12 comic, favorite comic of 2021, is Wonder Woman number one through through 62 from 1987. Okay. (laughs) He's been doing some heavy reading. Okay. Uh, Number 11... Favorite comic is Fantastic Four 161 through 192. So he's been going back and catching up on uh-huh. the series stuff. Uh, number 10 is Avengers 194 to 202. Okay. Number 9 is DC Comics Presents 26. I don't know what that is. I'm going to have to Google. Let's Google that right now. Let's Google that right now to see what that is. <laughs> 
that is what is happening they, uh, that's Superman and Green Lantern between friend and foe uh, looks nice I like it classic mm. classic look classic um number eight is justice league of america 184 to 186 number seven is avengers 141 to 171 number six is jla avengers one through four ah uh, george perez uh number five is crisis on infinite earth number one through twelve uh classic uh, number four is New Teen Titans, number one through five. And number three is New Teen Titans Annual, one through three. Number two is Tales of the New Teen Titans, one through four. Oh, okay. And number one is New Teen Titans, number one through 50. Um, it took me a while to catch on. These are all George Perez comics. That's awesome. Um, and as we've heard this week, um, George Perez has posted that i believe it's pancreatic cancer that he has and he has less he has less than a year to live um, by his doctors Um, he is one of the greats uh one of the legends of dc comics and um so adam's adam's list reflects uh some of his greatest work and it took me half through half the list before i put two and two together adam be like there's a theme there's a theme here very very awesome classic list um, well done, sir. Well done, sir. We, yeah, we, as a big Teen Titans man, my my uh, my yeah myself. Uh, it, it, that's yeah. He he, he life well lived by George Perez. And, um, yeah. and, and he's you not, uh, he's got still to kicking. meet him at Indiana. Yeah, you got to meet him at Indiana Comic Con or Indianapolis Comic Con or whatever it was called. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. Um, he was. It was like a really dinky regional show that was more pop culture than comics and he was really the only a-lister at the con um so his his line was out out the wazoo but i waited and uh got to meet him got my book signed got he took a picture with me he took a picture with pretty much everybody in the line that wanted one or two very incredibly patient very kind um funny um and it just a, a great creator and great person and um um, I'm hoping for you know some good science that can fix fix, fix it, and we've he's he's got he's still around he's still got time, and we hope we hope he makes it. Um, but absolutely, uh, yeah, he's he's a great one. So cool list, T's and P's for him and his family and everything. Very 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 absolutely. very true. Um, and so thanks Adam for that, and thank you all for your contributions. Um, we'll see how many more of those we can get to. Uh, before the holidays with the holiday schedule it's going to be tough we're going to do the best we can um still time to uh get in on the patreon uh kyle um that's me yeah we uh let's see we did we did a thanksgiving one right we gave away our thanksgiving let me look that up and mm-hmm. see yep see what was do do did you remember what we um what uh we gave it to Bradley. Bradley won. Bradley Roeder, one of our... Um, one of our new patrons. One of our newer patrons. Um, let's see if I can look it up here real quick to see what he what he picked. Okay. He picked <coughs> he picked FF Road Trip. 
the Sue Storm anatomy figure cover, um, if you recall yep. that. That choice. That was his pick. That was that was the thing that he got. So he got that nine eight CGC comic, um, and he, Adam has sent us an updated list already uh, for what we will be giving away uh, for the Christmas list, and it might not be till New Year's. We're going to give uh, a couple of weeks more to get as many patrons as possible under the wire. Um, here's the list of what we're giving away for the um, Christmas giveaway. Amazing Spider-Man 21, um, the Black Cat cover, variant cover, uh, Marauders 3, Demon Days X-Men number 1, uh, Haha number 1, The Joker number 1, multiple covers there's available. There's two different covers, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Uh, Geiger number 1, there's multiple covers available. Amazing Spider-Man 17, the Tiger cover, uh, Batman 98, uh, Radiant Black number one, Death of Hawkman number one B, the Sinkevich cover, and Justice League eight, the Jim League Joker cover. So those are some of the giveaways for that. Uh, choices that we have left for that uh, for our Christmas list for becoming a patron. So all patrons are entered in that list and in that contest. You also get to be a part of our Slack channel. Um, where we're having conversations on the daily about all things comics, comics-related, uh, TV, movies, Star Wars, etc. Uh, having fun over there. You get other swag, freak stuff um, sent your way. You get um, early access to episodes. You get exclusive ac access to episodes that never see the light of day otherwise. Um, so lots of fun stuff, lots of reasons to be a, a, a patron and support us we appreciate everyone who does and we we still appreciate all our listeners uh, as well our absolutely our, our other listeners. yeah i've been i was going back and looking at some of the covers on that list and there are some really good looking covers that marauders is a nice sleeper yeah that marauders it's got like uh, uh the uh yeah it's a really cool cover yeah definitely some good stuff there so be a patron if you want to we we would appreciate it uh just go to patreon.com search comics for fun and profit we pop up uh, now we're back into previews, and I believe, <clears throat> although most of our orders are due pretty soon, like, is it right around Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. For those of us who are Cowabunga Deep Discount customers, <coughs> I'm not sure when DCBS is due, and I'm not sure when your other LCSs might be, but it might be this week. Um, so let's go into, uh, dig into Dark Horse this week, and uh, we'll start with Norse Mythology. Neil Gaiman doing another round. This is his third volume of Norse Mythology, and I've heard nothing but good things about how mm -hmm. fun these are. I'm going to have to check these out. I like the idea that these are all, like, existing properties, right? He didn't have to, like... Yeah, they're all open source. Yeah. So, like, Thor and Odin, Loki, and... Yeah, he could uh, write... Apparently, the sea giant Aegir <laughs> are all... Yeah, it's all already know, invented stuff that he can use and play in that, in that world. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, Neil Gaiman's got some writing chops, so he can figure that out. Yeah. Uh, this art is pretty amazing. You can go ahead and look right there. I can go back and get volume one, volume two. Yeah, uh, reissuing the hardcovers and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, guess what, Kyle? Colin Bunn's got a new series. What a surprise. Just churning them. Oh, my God. 
So this one's Manor Black, Fire in the Blood. I'm guessing Manor Black was one of his... He's already done that. Yeah, that's an existing property. Yeah. <clears throat> it's um got a look to it. Uh, <coughs> uh, Tyler Crook, who did... um, What was that book I loved? The Tyler Crook... Sixth Gun, Harrow County. Harrow County, Harrow County yeah. Um, and so it's it's got that same exact look. If you like Harrow County art... It's very, very much like that. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis's finish up joy operations. It's four of five. The penultimate. Akira meets Inception. Okay, I've That's not seen either one of those properties. On have you watched Akira? I am familiar with both. Oh, and he's he's reissuing some of his um. Stuff. Marvel. Yeah, what was it? What was that imprint he had over at Marvel? Oh crap! Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, looks like he's changed the name, naming convention, so it must have stayed there. Uh, this Pearl, I really enjoyed Pearl. Uh, you big Masters of the Universe fan, Kyle? I did not, and I didn't catch this. I know there's a lot of controversy over the first part of this first part of this Netflix series. Um, I, I'm at some point just going to jump in and go through all of it. It was the cartoon before or after your time as a kid? It was before my time. Gotcha. Um, I dabbled into it. I had a few of the tour, the few of the toys and stuff, but uh, no, that wasn't one of my stable stable comics yeah, okay. necessarily. I remember it vaguely. And it was a, it's you know Kevin Smith did. The Netflix series. He was the showrunner for it, so I was interested in it. But just when it came out, I had other things going. Yeah, on. yeah. As you do, this stuff. There's so much, so much to watch. It's almost um, paralyzing. With so many choices. Let's see, Windmaker number one. That's a trade uh, by who? Uh, Roy Acupe. Nope. Um, I'm not familiar with the Windmaker stuff. Black Dogs, Dreams of Paul Nash trade. Second edition, so this is a reprint of a reprint. And again, sometimes our publishers with uh, January and February stuff uh, phone it in just the slightest bit. <laughs> I, You know, I guess I can't blame them. You know, you know, if history tells you that comics are down, comics are down, why are you putting your heavy hitters in mm -hmm. those... Or is it because nobody puts their heavy hitters during that time that that's why it's down, yeah. right? Which yeah. which which came first, the chicken or the egg? Chicken or the egg, exactly. Hellboy, the Bones of Giants finishes up with its fourth issue. More Mike Mignola. So did we hear that Dark Horse has um, got Star Wars back from IDW? So they're going to be doing the Star Wars adventures again? Oh, oh yeah? I, I think that's what I heard. Something about IDW losing its license for Star Wars. And I think it's going... Dark Horse Comics returns to the Star Wars galaxy. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, Dark Horse Comics is heading back to a galaxy far, far away in 2022. The story publisher, which... Has worked with Lucasfilms on a variety of titles from Dark Empire 1991 to the 
Art of Star Wars Rebels in 2020 has announced a new line of all-ages comics and graphic novels, expanding the Star Wars galaxy like never before. Beginning in the spring of 2022, experience adventures in every era from the High Republic through the rise of the First Order with new and exciting stories producing collaboration with Lucasfilm and Disney. So, so yeah, it sounds like they grabbed the, uh, the rights to... Uh, I'm curious about this. I'm, I'm curious about this because I'm wondering if, like, IDW got a sweetheart introduction license. Oh, mm-hmm. you want to you want to play in Star Wars? Okay, you can have it for a couple of years. Here you go, and we'll for this amount of money. And then they did Adventures, and it went and it like became like their best selling comic, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was time to re-up and then they're like okay now the price tag is x and they're like oh whoa 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 i don't know <laughs> but we like the old price tag. and, and I, i'm just curious i'm curious if, <coughs> if it was that or it the handling of the property was not yeah, what they're just what, like eh, it's not what we what they wanted to the mouse standards yeah i mean because i th- I didn't hear any anything about them not handling it well. I've, I heard good things about it. Yeah, I did not know there were expectations. This being an option wasn't even in my head until you told me it happened. Yeah. So, I mean, I think these licensing deals are not forever, mm-hmm. and they're they're renegotiated at, at certain times. And I'm curious who walked away or who wanted. The option, or is it like a bit? <laughs> let, me, let me go ahead and throw this out here. IDW did not walk away and say no, thank you on the Star Wars license unless there was a price jump. Yeah, right. They didn't just say, "Yeah, that was fun. We don't want to do it anymore." But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious. Did it become okay? Now it's up. Who wants it next? And let's mm-hmm. let's have the, the bidding starts at. When does AfterShock get the Star Wars license? Oh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> artists, writers, and artisans. Oh, get the yeah. license. So, I mean, we were, I mean, we were kind of worried about Dark Horse there for a while. They kept losing stuff and losing stuff, and mm-hmm. um, didn't have much beyond the Mignola verse to to speak of. So maybe this helps prop them up a little bit. Yep, and I assume it's all going to be canonical, like the IDW well, stuff. I believe was that's a that's a heck of a precedent that they set if if they change their mind. Again, and it's not yeah. canonical. Um, but I mean, I I know the Marvel stuff's canonical, but I don't know that I've ever specifically seen. Also, the IDW series, or also the tertiary. Really? Okay. I mean, I, I've never seen that in print, but I assume if if Disney's involved in the publishing of it. So you're all. saying like High Republic at Marvel is canonical, but High Republic Adventures mm-hmm. might not be. Again, I've I've never specifically seen. Uh, a yes, but I again. That's not I a hill you're going to die on. Correct, not at all. Okay, you could say canon. I'm like, okay, that's what I figured. Or or no, well, okay, that makes sense too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they are kids, you know. I get it. What? Yeah. What? Whatever. Ah, uh, okay. So, I I'll be curious how this goes. Um, I wish them well, <laughs> and. I wonder if they're just going to play in the already established world that IDW has set because, you know, didn't didn't Dark Horse give us a, like a lot of really fun Star Wars stuff mm-hmm. when they That's had it where before? We get our first Ahsoka's and our first uh, 
uh, a bunch of our, our different characters that we love mm-hmm. now are all in those Dark Horse series. This yeah. Is, yeah, so it should be pretty interesting. We'll see how that goes. Mm. Let's see. Uh, Apache Delivery Service, the Matt Kemp book with Tyler Jenkins, two of four. Some more trades. That looks interesting. Oh, yeah, it that does. really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that one. Uh, Ether Omnibus trade. Forgotten Home trade. We Only Kill Each Other trade. Uh, Tarzan, The New Adventures, Volume 1 trade. It's an old Roy Thomas. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like it's like strips from uh, Sunday Morning Cartoon. Not Sunday mm-hmm. Morning Cartoon. Sunday uh, first time, funny. first time ever in print. So that's kind of cool. So uh, that is definitely not the new adventures anymore, but still pretty yeah. cool. Now Sunday Funnies in the paper. Um, is that that's not foreign to you because you're not that young. Um, oh no no! I, you remember always, them, but it wasn't a yes. probably a part of you had. I'm forty, Drew. You had better things, to, better options than comics in newspapers to read, right? Correct. Yeah. So you had. I, I, ha- I had a Nintendo system, and you had Nintendo. The outdoors, and like <laughs> well, we all had the outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I'm just saying there was a lot of things that stacked up higher than that. But yeah, yeah. you still didn't have cable at that point, though. Correct. Yeah, I you know, but I remember going into grandma's who actually had the paper and stealing the comic section and reading through. Yeah, you know, the family circus and the Marmaduke yeah. and all. Yeah, I, but I never had. I I don't I don't remember any things like Tarzan or things a little bit more. Yeah, I skipped uh, all the serious stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and went right to the funnies, uh, peanuts yeah. and etc. Yeah, the big Hagar, the horrible guy. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. We've got uh, EC Archives, Gunfighter, Hardcover, Orphan in the Five, Beasts, finishes up by James Stokoe. His, his stuff's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. I should have read this one. It's an insane kung fu epic. Oh. Uh, let's see, No One Left to Fight. It's uh, four of six. And then last flight. No one left to fight. It's no one left to fight. Is five of five. Oh, last, last flight, flight out, out is four of six. Okay. Yeah. Don't put flight and fight comics on the same page. <laughs> I get confused. Uh, Daisy three of five. Cloaked three of four. Cloaked. Uh, I'm just curious enough that I think I'm going to go back and dip into Cloaked to see what it's about because there's been some interesting covers. I don't know. It's just. It's just. I don't know. It's interesting. I'm as I see it come out. I'm like, hmm. Well, you know, it's probably going to get options since the dude that did it, Mike Richardson, was involved mm-hmm. in the Hellboy movies. I'm sure he's going to get a first look from somebody and get yeah. an option. Um. So yeah, there's there's at least spec um, potential there. Mm-hmm. But it just as I see the covers each each week, I'm just like. All right, this series looks like it's got something. Yeah. Daisy's the eight-foot-tall lady, isn't it? Teen Giant Daisy. Yeah. yeah, Teen Giant Daisy. And then I don't have anything until Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in IDW, the last row to number five. Um, looks great. It's a gem of the month. It's 48 pages. It's nine bucks. 
There you go. And this is an ongoing now because it wasn't wasn't it a mini at one point? I thought so. Yeah. Um, but I mean, just look at some of that art, dude. It's freaking amazing. And this is one final showdown, so this may be the last one. Yeah. But we're not putting that on it. Because, boy, if it sells good, we're going to come up with more stories. Yeah. I, I can't believe this isn't pushing your nostalgia buttons, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, just looking here and just seeing the katana, the bow staff, the size and the nunchucks on his back, all on one character. Yeah. We'll keep scrolling. Yeah. I mean, look at this. Look at his pages. Mm -hmm. Amazing. That's some, that's some almost nightmare fuel stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we got Captain Action, the classic collection by Jim Shooter and Gil Kane. Old school. Wally Wood. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Mindbreaker finishes up with 5 of 5. Ah, I love that. In the background, you see the old Mind Flayer. I love that. What's the, what are we looking at? If you look at the Dungeons and Dragons Mindbreaker. Okay. That you know, you see that character with the kind of the tentacles on its face, kind of character. That's why he's been like the mind flayer or the mind breaker. Oh, okay. And a lot of different canonical things. It's just cool to see. Okay. Uh, GI Joe starts Saturday morning adventures, number one of four, by Eric Burnham, uh, artist Dan Shoning. So this is based on the old cartoon. Yeah, it looks like it. G.I. Joe is the code name for America's daring, high, tra highly trained high, uh, special mission force. Its purpose to defend human freedom against Cobra, a ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule the world. Well, you know the story. But now Cobra might have found their most versatile weapon yet. Uh, oh, they found an Aladdin genie lamp. Okay, that's a that's a twist I did not see coming. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Based on the classic 1980s cartoon series. Okay, that's all I wanted to see. Yeah, they're um, they're dipping, they're doing some more GI Joe. I mean, they've obviously had some success mm. with Real American Hero. So they're like, okay, let's get some more going. Let's get Larry Hama to do another one. Mm -hmm. So he's gonna do. I a, can't believe there's only one cover for Real American Hero. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it is weird. Uh, IDW. They, I guess if this was dynamite, there'd be fifty. Yeah. Some cosplay covers. Which actually would be kind of cool for G.I. <laughs> Joe, now that I think about it. Absolutely. Star Trek Klingons. It's a 52-page, $8 book by Ooh. Jackson Lang Lansing and Colin Kel Kelly. They seem to do a lot together. And it's written in all Klingon. <laughs> oh, golly. That would suck. <laughs> My Little Pony, Sonic... Sonic's got another movie coming out, so. Yeah. There's Star Wars Adventures. Ghost of Vader Castle, all at one, 120 pages. That's cool. So some of these that are, like, maybe they're finishing, like they're finishing up? Yeah, by quote-unquote spring of 2022, they're gone. Best of Jenica by um, Various, your favorite. Wow, that's a, that's something I did not expect to see. <laughs> the yellow Jenica cover on that one. They've gone through all four turtles. They've gone through Splinter. They've gone through Shredder. Mm -hmm. 
Did we do the best of Casey Jones yet? I don't. I think so. <laughs> Casey yeah. Jones or April, and now we are on to the new female turtle, Jenica. Yeah. How, how does she have a best of? Been around a say, year. Then <laughs> they get a trade. Volume four. So wind reap storm. That's a cool looking cover on Transformers forty. Sorry. Oh, is that? Did I missed that. Oh yeah, there we go. No. Yep. I see it now. I like the classic. The classic look Transformers, and now we've given them giant missile launchers. That's always <laughs> always nice. So War's End, a new mini that's starting. Exarchon. Did he exist before? I'm not familiar with... Uh, Exarchon? Yeah. E-X-A-R-C-H-O-N. I, I know Shockwave and Skywarp sounds familiar. Yeah. Cyclonus is he a new character existing? <coughs> I think a lot of these are what, what it's called when like five of them are put together. I'm not real sure. Ah, I gotcha. I don't know. You're the of, of the two of us. You're the expert, but you are by no means an expert. Mm-mm. Yeah, gotcha. Not at all. It was a good two-year run where I was all about the Transformers and right. everything, and then uh, I was surpassed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dynamite. <clears throat> We're going to get Draculina. Draculina? Draculina by Christopher Priest, which is part of the is Vampirella it? mythos, I guess. Call it Turner cover? Okay. Rose Bash doing a cover as well. Gillum March doing a cover. There's our uh, cosplay cover. Cosplayer Gillum. looks a little old. <laughs> Not to be an ageist. I guess you can cosplay as old as you want, but she seems a little, yeah. a little old. She does not reflect the uh, infinite time of <laughs> Draculina. <laughs> exactly. Well, she's not. Doesn't look immortal enough. Golly, we are going all in for Draculina. How many pages we're going to give to this title? <laughs> Red Sonya gets a Valentine's Day special. Vampirella gets a Valentine's Day special. Hell Sonya. Sonya Versal gets... What is this? Oh, it's a previous series cover. Why would we why do we get why do we care? What is this? <laughs> so it's Hell Sonya number two, and we've got a cover for Sonya Versal number six. Explain that to me. That's an odd one. Right? Previous series cover. So I guess they want to say, hey, by the way, Jai Lee's doing a cover. It's nowhere close this to being done. This is what Jai Lee stuff looks this like. This is what Jai Lee looks like. <laughs> Uh, but he's not even, he hasn't even fired up the old Mac book yet. So yeah, <laughs> we, can't, awesome. we can't show you anything. Jesus. Awesome. Panther. <coughs> Man, the dynamite's really got a niche. They are really got a niche here. <laughs> Do you remember when like dynamite had like a diverse lineup of things yeah you know <coughs> just 
doesn't. It really seems like just a narrow. Now it's just the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I like. I'm not knocking it. Yeah. I guess since Avatar is kaput or whatever they are, yeah. you know, somebody needs to fill that void. Derek Chu doing one of these Barbarella covers. Yeah. What are we doing with the boys here? The boys getting a dynamite gold foil edition for 20 bucks. Oh, God. Don't do this. 32 pages, $20. Yeah. Reissuing. I can't even say. Jesus. The worst part of the 90s comics scene coming back. Gold foil. Yeah. <laughs> Evil Ernie. Yeah, a special printing of Dynamite number three. Invincible Red Sonia number nine. And see, at least this is this is the the work in progress on the cover. Yeah. Hey, by the way, the final will be in color. We're just not there yet. That's cool. Not here's is... what Palmiotti or here's what Amanda Connor looks like when she draws a comic. So this is Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor. So this is the old uh team from uh what's her face? Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Doing Invincible Red Sonia. That'll be fun. Oh, and they got Frank Cho covers too. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. James Bond, Hemeros, Hemeros, number five. <laughs> Don't make fun. <coughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have done any better. Nope, nope, not enough. <laughs> I, I believe it's Spanish. It's Hemeros. Hemeros. Sorry, sorry. sorry. I, I, believe, I believe it. Jennifer Blood, number, what is this, five as well? Yeah, five. NYX4 or Trying Nix. to be gun, honey. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Kyle, I don't know that we read enough of these publishers. Yeah, we talk a lot about them, but we talk like, about oh, they're all this, they're we, all this, we, and I'm like, but we, we haven't read them. We talk about Dark Horse, IDW, and... <clears throat> Dynamite and Boom. read very little of their books. Yeah. But I mean, there has been a time where I read quite a few. And yeah, it's just, I'll sample uh, stuff. I mean, I still try. I, I, but I, but I, I think these, those three get really short shrift from my collection nowadays. Now we're getting close to Boom. I'm assuming. Yeah, there's Boom where I but read wait, a lot wait, more. Okay, so all right, so Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, number four. Gotcha. Are you there? That's that's our uh, digital one. We are into the coin world now. What? So we have taken our covers and stamped them on coins. Rose Besh on a coin. Yeah. Okay. That's very cool. Uh, are you are you buying coins for thirty dollars? Well, depends on my discount from uh, from. Uh, our good friends at Calabunga, but that's at least uh, kind of neat. It is kind of neat. Yeah, I would love to carry around a, a half dollar with Nightwing on the front or something like this if this kind of thing catches on. It's just cool. Like is a, obviously like I'd it's a spendable it coin. It's not a spendable. Uh, it, it looks like it's a legitimate U.S. half dollar. 
How does that even work? I don't know. That's why I said, hey, Drew, let's look at this. No, okay, it, it, really is, it does say United States of America. Correct. Is that legit? So we just, like, license the front of our coins now? I love how you're highly offended. As an American, I cannot stand for this. <laughs> I, that's crazy. No, that can't be. That can't. It's a collectible coin. It's not a spendable coin. There's no way. Again, anything you you keep is a collectible coin. It has a display stand in the case. <laughs> I'm just saying. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. And nope. obviously, you'd be super dumb to pay thirty dollars for this and then get fifty cents for it. However, I'm just simply saying. It, it is possible it's spendable. Yes. You're saying it's possible that it's a spendable coin. Gen- yeah. So, so like, maybe it's like know, a, I, so it's a sticker maybe? <clears throat> yeah, that's what I'm curious, whether it's a sticker or painted or anything or, you know, all that stuff. I'm just curious what the technology went in, what it is. <laughs> that is. This may, like if you're getting a, a, a legitimate you know, 2022 half dollar with this emblazoned on it. There's collectability in the fact that it's a, a year stamped coin as well. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of neat. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I'll have to look at the, um, the deep discount December pre-order form. Hold on. Mm-hmm. See if I can find it. There you go. It's got, it, it, I'm assuming it says, coin in there <laughs> I'm, no, I'm no expert but I'm sure I'm sure if I can get the damn thing to open find the coin. let me find the coin by typing in coin there it and is then, okay. no that's silver coin forget it <laughs> okay Come on. I mean I mean it just just one section before these so I mean just hit the down arrow a couple times oh shut up I'm trying <laughs> Yeah, uh, discount is twenty five percent off. Okay, uh, so you get it for twenty two forty nine. There you go, twenty two dollars and forty nine cents for a uh, Sheena Rosebesh gold coin. I'm guessing that's the one you were leaning towards, not the Lucio Perillo gold coin. Yeah, I like that Rosebesh. I, I like that cover. So, how much gold do you think we have in there? Oh, we're just plated. <laughs> yeah, it's not. There's no gold. Yeah. Gotcha. And you can also get the J. Scott Campbell Sheena Night Stalker proof statue. That's a cool looking statue. They are very cool. I don't know that I'm paying three three bills for it, but oh. it's very it's very it's very nice. I have very few statues and they're all <laughs> under fifty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It's um Hats off to you. More pa- God bless you if you can, if you're picking up statues for three hundred bucks and put them on your shelf. That's awesome. There's some that I'm just like, oh, I would have paid that. I, I'd love to have that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, off to boom. Off to boom. The Killer Affairs of the State Number One by Matz M A T Z. Hmm. What is this? Um, this is an existing property. David Fincher? Yeah. I love David Fincher films. There you go. So, yeah. The Killer, Affairs of the State. So, wait a minute. This is a... 
So is this got to be existing, right? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Uh, I, yes. The, the Killer is an existing series that has five hardcovers. Okay. And so uh-huh. David Fincher is just doing the first movie. Yeah, he, he's going back and do the other stuff, and then this is the newest iteration. Starring Michael Fassbender. That's cool. And the guy, written by the guy who wrote Magneto Seven. Himself. So the screenplay will be by the guy that wrote Seven. Yeah. So this Netflix movie is going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. At least it's got good good bones. Yeah. Oh, wow. John Boy Myers is not... Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah, we, I should, yeah, I should be reading this. I should go back in time and read this. <laughs> or do you think I should just go into the Netflix movie and just be cold and then discover yes. it that way and then go And back. then if you're like, man, I love this series, I could be reading these. I should be reading this, yeah. Maybe that's the way to go. Oh, we're Faithless bringing... Faithless 3. Faithless is coming back? Third of the final act of Azarello and Lovett's erotic thrilling masterpiece. I w- I got enough. Jenny after... Frizen now doing the incentive covers for these. Yeah, but she doesn't get the the the, the, the erotic hardcore one. Yeah, yeah. That's Chris Enka. So yeah, I read the first volume and did not read it. I did too, second. and I, I I stayed out for the second. Yep, yep. exactly. Okay, all right. Yeah. All new Firefly. We're rebooting the Firefly series. So, or at least we were. We're talking about rebooting the Firefly series in 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 TV form. Okay. I'm just wondering when comics catch up for this, or if this is it. So no it Nathan like, Fillion. Involved. Nah, I don't. I didn't get a chance to read too deep into it. Just I just saw that they were rebooting the series because this doesn't look anything like him. Yeah, this looks like this looks like later on. So who is who has been recast? Have they already yeah. cast the guy? Kick off an all new shiny direction for the crew of the Serenity. All right, so we're we're it's still the Serenity and it's still going on. So this is just... maybe they just youngified it. Yeah, they just gave him. They put him through an Instagram filter. <laughs> oh God! So it's, it's going to be a CW property then, right? I, I I will know more next time we talk about this. Well, there's a little 20th Century Fox logo. Yeah. Well, it used to be 20th Century Fox. Yeah, we got a lot of feedback about... Do you remember when you made that mistake in a previous episode and said that, uh, why would Fox give X-Men... No, that was you. No, you no, no, crazy no, no, with, no, the, no. with the Fantastic Kyle, Four stuff. Kyle, when you... I knew there was some... Kyle, when you point... things were already owned. Kyle, when you point, but, when you point fingers... Uh, you're, you're pointing three back at yourself. Remember, <laughs> so let's just let's just agree to disagree that you said 20th Century Fox owned X Men and wouldn't give it to Disney. Let's just say let's just say it. It's called spade a spade. That's so. Let's just say untruths. Okay, fine. Let's say. Anywho, I had more than a few uh, folks on uh, the Twitterverse and uh, in our even our. Slack channel and people I thought were friends who called me out <laughs> for my horrible memory. And in fact, I believe some of them even. <laughs> in fact, we're no longer friends with some of these people. <laughs> some of them even said, um, if you'll recall, in a previous episode, you featured <laughs> the corporate takeover of Disney purchasing 20th Century Fox. And the ram and discussed at length 
the ramifications for X-Men properties, Fantastic Four properties, and had put that to bed and then forgot about it. <laughs> so in a previous episode, discussed... <coughs> it took the other side of the argument. So <laughs> I think it's probably time for me to be put in a home. <laughs> and this is where we discuss Drew's early onset Alzheimer's. Um, so, yes, yes. Uh, thank you all for correcting me. Or Kyle. Whichever. The, the, whoever it was. The line of people that came to kick you. Yeah, yes. Thank you all for that correction. Course correction. Um, so, yeah. So now we know 20th Century Fox, owned by Disney. Um and but not done anything with so so it's not completely our fault because they haven't friggin' done anything and told us the direction. Yeah, well, we wait. well, there was some other, there was some other follow up that Fantastic Four has been given a date in the future. Mm. So yeah. I didn't see that. So and if I knew it, I'd forgotten it. <laughs> so and we're all waiting to see if those John Krasinski. Uh, pictures will end up real or anything <laughs> yeah no kidding if, if that's all it takes to get stunt casting right mm-hmm. good stuff so you win a no prize back in the day you know Stanley used to give okay, out no so prizes because, because Drew didn't know anything about Fantastic Four I'm being chastised for not knowing enough about Firefly next <laughs> topic <laughs> Buffy 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 uh, Buffy and Angel and um S-I-K-T-C gets a book one. <laughs> that is a cool looking second edition of that hardcover. Yeah. So we're on the, essentially the second printing of hardcover one is what we're doing. With a slipcase. So, there's so is, it, is it the same bookcase underneath, but we've added a slipcase for, for uh, new number two? Yeah, I think we changed the slipcase. Maybe that's it. Mm. I'd have to read that whole thing, and it's a lot of text. House of Slaughter gets a trade. That's cool. So if you like something that's killing the children, you'll love House of Slaughter. Because that's the origin story, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So Tinian still gets to write for Boom, right? Or has he got a... Does he all substack all the time? Yeah, I assume he still gets to write for whoever he wants. <laughs> okay, so House of Slaughter Volume 1 collects issues 1 through 5, and 5 is issuing concurrently with yeah. the uh, the uh, book that... So April 13th, February... Okay, so this is actually... They're solicited the same, but they come out completely different times. Yeah. Give a little space between... Yeah. Reading it, and then what? And then something is killing the children has a slaughter pack, which is what. Each issue features a brand new exclusive painted cover by David Mack. So they're reissuing is something is killing the children with a new cover contains something is killing the children six through ten by Jane. So this is six so, through ten. So it's the okay. So it's a new because new did, version of the trade. Remember. It wasn't that long ago when they said, final printing. Yes. So this is how they get away from the final printing that they talked about before? Yes. If it was, 
Indeed. But then, or was that Department of Truth? Was the Department of Truth that was the final printing? Department of Truth was the final. Yeah, they did the final printing of number one. So something is killing the children. Never said final printing. Again, not that I remember, but that doesn't mean a lot. Because this is like, this is like reprinting the comics. This is not a trade. This is a trade. No, I don't think this so. Is six through. Um, this is six through ten. Contains something is killing the children. Six <clears> through ten. Right, but as a. As a as five. It's 160 comics. pages, Drew. Right, but 32 each. It says. Oh, okay. So is this a bundle of six? It's like a bundle of okay. of bundle of comics, on premium gotcha. cardstock with new covers. Like your sense. Walmart packs, basically. Yes. Each issue features. Yes, you are correct. And there's all the different. Comics Finally, got right. one right. Hallelujah. Yes. Mark it down in the show notes. Drew Wright at at fifty two twenty eight. Hey, Jed McKay writing some more magic. Plenty of mighty, mighty Morphin Power Rangers for those of you who like that stuff. We fell for it when they first came out, but we've not been back since. We fell for twenty five, right? Was it issue twenty five that was? I mean, we were there for one, and then we went back for 25, and yeah. we had a few helmets. and That's yada, true. Yada, yada. Yep, yep. Spec only, though. I don't believe I read any of them. Correct. I read it. It was it, kung fu fighting. Kung fu fighting, right, Jay. Kyle, I'm a big fan of Tom Taylor, right? Yes. As are you. Mm-hmm. And Seven Secrets is on issue 14, and I've read, like, nary a one. Mm-hmm. Maybe, we, maybe issue one I've read. Yeah, we talked about. Hey, we got to do this, and that was a year ago. Yeah, and now it's four. Now I'm like a fourteen in the can. Mm-hmm. So, I, that's a lot to plow through. Yes, but, it are. But I've heard good things. I got to read this. And really, you got to. I mean, you just got to take it one trade at a time. Yeah, that's what Grandma always said. <laughs> Put one foot in front of the other and take it one trade at a time. That's right. Just like Mamo or Mamo. Yeah, Mamo. Uh, the story of a young witch. Does, does she choose her own dreams or the destiny laid out by her dead grandma, who also said take it one day at a time, one trade at a time? <laughs> Dang, I blew that one. I had it too, locked and loaded, and I just fumbled it. <laughs> Buckhead. I believe that was, on a, that was a pick. You yep. dirty Buckhead. Dizzy. We got a few covers. We got a video game homage incentive that we're not allowed to see. That oh, well we can see. I don't. I don't. That, that's so unimpressive now. Well, what is uh what 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 video game is that? I don't know. They picked a horribly stupid one. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Of all the video games in the world, you pick whatever that is. Whatever that is. Um. Yeah. I think they should have, in parentheses, what you're homaging when you homage. There's so many, yeah. I mean, everybody's homaging something. (coughs) We don't all have an encyclopedic knowledge of all things that need homaging. Mm -hmm. Um, So please tell us what what you're homaging. So, Mm -hmm. hey, we could have fun and look at the original and compare and contrast and maybe want to buy your stupid thing. Yeah. I shall not be buying that. Yeah, but that's it. 
That's Unless it. Want to talk about? Yep, getting dizzy. Uh, that looks like all of the items from the new previews catalog for those. Uh, what are the mid-tier publishers? Is that what we call? Them? <clears throat> I think we call them mid-tier. Yeah, they're not. They're not the. They're not the big three of DC, Marvel, and Image, and they're not the back half. So they're mid. Yeah, mid-tier. And although we sometimes prefer some of the back half publishers over these mid tiers, the AWAs, the aftershocks of the world, um, but yeah, they haven't risen to the middle tier of of Diamond. It's a long answer for a very short question. <laughs> Sorry about that, Kyle. Let's go to cover price. See what they have to say. Cover price. So we will look at the top ten slash twenty comics. Currently on the secondary market, and we will start with number 10, Star Wars Crimson Rain, number one, the one in 50, which is now up to 120 for a raw. So good investment on your ratio there. Um, we also have, at rank nine, <coughs> Marvel Team Up 95. And here is where we have some Mockingbird special, uh, speculation, which gets into speculation for the Hawkeye series because... As we do the Hawkeye series, we are speculating if uh, Clint's wife, Laura, who we've seen speaking German and decoding and tracking watches and all kinds of espionage things from her little rural house while raising three children, um, there's obviously more to that. And we are speculating that she was the original Mockingbird who has now retired and moved on because we hear Clint say that that watch is... Uh, is somebody who's been out of the game for a very long time and somebody close to him. So we are all theorizing that she was one of the original Mockingbirds <coughs> who we know even in the Fraction Hawkeye had a previous relationship with Clint. In this one, obviously, it's a successful relationship where they have children and such. Um, so this is a lot of speculation from that Hawkeye series that's going to, to you know have Linda Cardellini... Uh, come out as the original Mockingbird and kind of show that she probably had a previous uh, friend relationship with both Hawkeye and with Mockingbird and Black Widow and stuff and they, they kind of probably had a past together which kind of explains a lot of things but this is again speculation we've not got the answers on this this is just us fans digging quite a bit on these kind of things but um, that's not shied away from the speculation market while this remains to be seen, fans are pretty excited about it and have helped push the first appearance, which is in this Marvel Team Ups 95, uh, to a new high sale of $600 for CGC 9.8. 23 copies moving on the, on the speculation market. Uh, that $599 for that, that $600 bucks for that 9.8 being the high watermark. Okay. Now, I didn't, I didn't do that. I didn't, put, I didn't connect those dots. Did you? So, obviously... Uh, you know, Laura knows more than the average bear, Laura Barton. Yeah. She's not phased by anything. Put Sending her husband into dangerous situations doesn't phase her. She obviously knows things. She speaks the German. She, uh, yep. she, you know, she's able to track the watch and do espionage things True. from her little house. So there's something there. And a lot of that goes back to could she have been the original Mockingbird 
you know, sent out on things with Clint, became a relationship. She long since retires. So that's what we uh, speculate. Again, this this is the the same group that me, we got into all the Mephisto stuff with. <laughs> so for WandaVision. <laughs> I would love a Mockingbird, Chelsea Kane Mockingbird series on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. That would be fantastic. But I don't. Mm-hmm. I think Linda Cardellini is too old to play Mockingbird. Don't you? Again, there's more than one iteration of the Mockingbird. And we have another iteration in things like um, the the Arrowverse stuff, the CW stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. So, oh man, I would. Okay, <coughs> that would be fun to give her something to do besides be yeah. mom at at home dealing with the kids. Yeah, yeah, she had a life and blah blah blah. So let's move the spec market on that book quite a bit in the thoughts that she could because that that would be pretty dope. Um, Captain Marvel 17 from 2004 is our rank 8 book. This was our runner-up book on November 1st. Um, it's now up to $595 for a CGC 9.8. And this is the clone daughter Marvel would possibly appear oh, in yeah. the MCU. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're healing speculation of Guardians of Galaxy 3 stuff. At rank 7, we have Spider-Man India number 1 from 2005. Back in June 2021, rumors circulated that Spider-Man India would appear in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2. That has shot this comic up to the point where a 9.6 is $299. It's important to note that, that while this is the first U.S. appearance, he first appeared in India, released through Gotham Group, two months prior that first is incredibly tough to find, super expensive, and always in very good condition. Never in. Well, why not? Why? Why is that? Because it went to India. I don't know. That seems very racist. <laughs> was well, released released by Gotham Entertainment Group, so it, yeah. it was replete yeah, a whole different publishing. Yeah, people there. I don't know. But this was a this is a dollar bin book. A dollar bin book is now three hundred bucks. Love it! For a CGC 9.6, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, CGC, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Battle Chasers Prelude uh, from 1998. Uh, This is an image book. Battle Chasers content has been teased for years now. However, Deadline recently reported that Battle Chasers TV series from John Wick creator Derek Kolstad, based on the comic book, is in works at Alcon Entertainment. That has moved uh, this comic up to $33 for a raw. And then there is a gold version that's going for about 70 Oh, the uh, the fair market value has reared its ugly head again. <laughs> I, I, I completely skipped it, and I, just, I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> now, we talked earlier about Dark Horse and its Star Wars iterations. Uh, we, we're here looking at the 1996 Star Wars Shadows of the Empire number one from Dark Horse Comic. This book featured the first appearance of Prince Zysor and the first cover appearance of Dash Rendar. This book is specifically trending due to speculation that Prince Zysor will appear in the new Star Wars series Crimson Rain, as we note in uh, rank 10. We talked about that. Uh, 23 copies sold, a high sale of $279 for CGC 9.8. Animal Castle number one at rank four from Ablaze Comics. This is the Orwellian. Kyle's spec of the week, wasn't it? Yep, it was. That was an easy one. Can't beat that one. And we're up to 40 bucks for a Raw already. And very hard to find series. 
X-Men Legends number one, number nine, the Kari Andrews Adamantum Foil uh, from 2021. Uh, 25 bucks for a raw on that one. It's a crazy looking book if you look at the front of it. Amazing Spider-Man 365 from 1992. Of course, this is the Spider-Man 2099 craze going on. Um, per CGC, it gets the honor of being the first appearance of Miguel O'Hara and Spider-Man 2099. Um, and then Spider-Man 2099 being in that teaser trailer just made it go completely crazy. Uh, you know, I probably yeah. sold 20 of these over mm-hmm. o- over the, the years and <coughs> never got close to this <laughs> number. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah. yeah, I think I sold... We'll talk about the actual Spider-Man 2099 number one next. I, I, say, I think I sold like one through 25 of that series. Multiple like, times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like for like 40 bucks. And now the first one's going from Buku. It's Those were fun to put together. Those runs were fun to get because they were plentiful and all around and easy yep. to, to pull together. Nobody get, they were the web of Spider-Man. For yep. The, yep, exactly. For Which now it's hot. So. <laughs> I know. Gosh. I miss our old Just buy everything. Just buy everything. Yeah. And have a warehouse. Store it, and then have like a little robot go get stuff yeah. when you need it when it gets hot. That's so this also settles all the debate as to 2099's first appearance. There was a lot of cameo appearances in like Marvel Age 114, oh. 1991's Marvel Angel Annual Report, and a pullout poster of 2099, um, and then Spider-Man Web of Spider-Man number 90. But CGC is officially giving it the nod to. Sp- uh, Amazing Spider-Man 365. Yes. Yeah, we've always known that. I don't know where this other stuff is coming from. People who own a few of the other things going, ah, <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, to, be, it. to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. Let's, 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 let's take a look at the... <laughs> and, of course, number one, Spider-Man 2099, number one from 1992. Between all the various cameo appearances and preview appearances in 365, this is still the first... Series of Miguel O'Hara, aka Spider-Man Twenty Nine, and is on friggin' fire. Yeah, and there is a very hard to find second print, the Toy Biz white second print. That thing's nuts. Hundred and forty-two copies on the secondary market. Three hundred and fifteen dollars for CGC nine point eight. Oh, crazy! At rank eleven, we have Contest of Champions number one from twenty fifteen. White Fox first appearance. Sixteen copies moved. High sale of $59 for a raw. Gotta love that. Uh, Animal Castle, number one. The Felix Delop Virgin, one in ten from a blaze. Uh, high sale of $50 for a raw. Uh, rank 13, we have the another Animal Castle. This is the Miss Bangalore and Kids variant. And, uh, another 50 bucks for a raw for that one. At rank 14, we have Hawkeye number 3 from 1983. Um, so this is the original series. Um, this is from the fourth episode of Hawkeye on Disney+, Plus, where Wendy Conrad, a.k.a. Bombshell, was briefly introduced as a seasoned cop and cosplayer. Okay, so I missed that completely. That's interesting. It's not clear if they plan to expand her role Either way, her first appearance in this issue immediately began trending. Uh, 35 copies moved, and we had $15 for a raw copy. So, there you go. First appearance of Wendy Conrad from 1983. Um, did you catch that one, Kyle? 
I did. I did not. I missed that completely somehow. Uh, no, I, 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 somebody told me. Somebody else told me. Oh, okay. I didn't do anything myself. At rank 15, we had Sleepwalker, number one, from 1991. It's in development. 27 copies moved. Uh, we got a CGC 9.6, selling for $119. So we'll see on that one. Uh, rank 16, we have Daredevil 11. Uh, from 2000, this is the first appearance of Echo, kind of. Um, <laughs> so it's it's like 9, 10, and 11, right? Is that the three? Mm-hmm. So we got the first Maya, the first Echo on the cover, and then the first Echo complete in 11. Um, then at rank 17... Oh, anyway, that well, let's go back to that one. So 11 was... 275 for a CGC 9.8, which is down from almost 400 the week before. Mm-hmm. So it's up and down a little bit. Um, Hawkeye number one from 2016. Uh, this is the solo Kate Bishop series. Uh, 36 copies moving, had a high sale of $195 for a CGC 9.8. Um, is this the, like, this is the, I could have swore there's, I don't understand why people aren't chasing. Are Young Avengers more? The fraction. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Young Avengers. Well, we chased that for the last two years. <clears throat> but I mean, I yeah, I would think it would make a reappearance now, if not if well, not now, higher. when they're super high now. Like they were like when it was you know former dollar book stuff popped at the beginning of all the the speculation for Young Avengers. Like, are we talking like five hundred bucks for a CGC? Yeah. Wow. Nice. Uh, Batman 118, the Jock Foil 1 in 50. Uh, this is selling for $50 for a raw. So, about <coughs> what cool you paid for. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fair market value is 32. Um, I don't even know if you can get a 1 in 50 for 32. Maybe at your LCS. <laughs> yeah. uh, Inferno number 3, the Dodderman 1 in 25. Uh, 50 bucks for a raw. Fair market 32. And at rank 20, uh, Moon Knight, number one from 1980, continues to move 26 copies. CGC 9.8 going for 800 bucks. It belongs over 1,000. That's where it, that's where it needs to live. <laughs> it needs to be a $1,000 key. There you go. It'll get there. It will get there and stay there. Kyle, we kind of have an FOC. Um Yeah. Marvel and DC decided not to participate this week, so we are going to struggle, I think. Well, we're just going to have a few things to talk about. I've already got my pick of the week, so no worries here. Do you have Do you have uh, Eric's email? Yeah, I got. I've got the Kalmung uh, FOC list. I thought that was a pretty interesting uh, notation. Did you read that to the the listeners? I did not read the notation. Sorry. Shall I read it then? Yes. Okay. Let's see. He says. Uh, winter is fast approaching. Uh, this month features a number of great new titles launching, lots of reprint prints, and back half publishers. Um, oh, this is the December from the December order form. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I was gonna say that's why I didn't know. What maybe that's about. maybe that's why I didn't know what. It, see, put me in a home, Kyle. <laughs> put me in a home. Um, but he says that a- AWA is is Cowabunga Deep Discount's largest non premier publisher, mm. um, and Va- Vault and Heavy Metal. Are right behind. That makes sense. <coughs> right? You like all three of those? Yes, absolutely. Oh, that was pretty interesting. Uh, but yeah, let's, so now that I've had my 
senior moment. Let's move on to uh, FOC. We had, while we do not have much from our good friends at DC, Penguin Random House still has a few items from Scout Comics, including things like Juniper Number 1. That's Lunar. Or that's Lunar? Lunar has Scout. Gotcha. Lunar has Scout. And that is a old, or an all-agey book there. I believe. I believe that's Lunar, right? Yeah, it's sending me to Lunar when I click the link. Sorry. Not Penguin and Mouse, but Lunar. I just said it wrong. And you, then... So which one are you talking about? Everything Sucks? Uh, I was not looking at Everything Sucks. I looked at Juniper number one. Oh, Juniper number one. Yeah. That was the Scout, the, the Scoot imprint, right? Yes. <laughs> and then Perhaps Nuts Triangle. I see that... That's that's an existing property, right? Mm-hmm, I per, think so. Perhaps not. Yeah, Silver Sprocket Publishing is what did the uh, the Everything Sucks. Oh, okay. So that's that's interesting. And that's also through Lunar. Also through Lunar. Six dollar book. Yuck. But uh, like, I've not heard of Silver Sprocket Publishing. Mm-mm. I cannot stop doing sprockets like you did in this, you know. <laughs> Silver this is the time on sprockets when we dance. <laughs> you had to you had to watch Saturday Night Live during a specific era to know that joke. Yes. <laughs> My apologies. Let's see. So the Marvel does have offerings, but they're just trades, right? Yeah. No. So if you're interested in Captain America trades, oh wait, or, wait, uh, they have Spider-Man one Beyond, or the Devil's Reign <coughs> second printing. Oh yeah, Devil's Reign number one second printing is the only comic, comic. Marvel is offering for FOC. No Venom two mobily second printing variant second from the oh. bottom on that list. All right, so again, I was wrong. <laughs> but I really, there may I, be something to these. Uh, there may be a lot of people uh, not doing a lot of FOC, so those second printings may go under ordered. Um, so you may want to look at those two. Uh, second print books. I did read. There. I did read Devil's Reign. Uh, mm-hmm. Really good. Really there good. You go. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Let's see what the cover looks like. Maybe. And then what's this? What's this? All oh, this. This Moon Knight trade is the. Um, the kind of intro oh, intro yeah. to Moon Knight for people. Yeah, it's a Chichetto, like a sketch variant almost. And six bucks. Mm, pass on that. <laughs> Seven C's. What is that? Uh, anime stuff? Yeah, we just have trades for different things. Yeah. So is this? I mean, why? Why is it a down FOC? What? What is this week? Why is this week down? Because of the timing, or because we've because been? Because you're going to be putting your, your orders are due on Christmas week, so then you'll have to have people working on Christmas week to fulfill that kind of thing, and they just want to give their people time off. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I was thinking it was because they were working so far ahead for supply chain reasons that now they just need to. Let that catch up. 
and made no, my. They've done this. They've done this in years gone by. They have. Okay. Yep. So Apache delivery service must have done well. There's a second printing from Dark That's Horse. Pretty cool. Yeah. IDW uh, ongoing 125. Did we make a big deal about that one? No, not at 399. We didn't. No, we didn't. It's Teenage Mutant Punk Frogs issue, actually. <laughs> we get our Eastman cover. Aerosmith, the last chance to get the new Kurt Busick. I'm excited for that one. I have to actually not to be confused with the band. Yes, not the uh, Armageddon song, uh, people. Mm -hmm. Which I think they'd be rolling over in their grave if they knew I referred to them as the Armageddon song people. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can wait no longer, dude. Saga 55. New story arc. New saga. How many are we buying? How many are we buying? I've been, I, I'm, a, I'm a three pack guy. <clears throat> I mean, it is. I was I was triple dipping on Saga for the longest mm -hmm. time, and yep. then I went down to two. Mm -hmm. And and so uh, now that it's back, I don't know which one to go. Do I do triples or or do I yeah. do a ton this on this one, or is everybody going to be doing a ton on this one? Because it's oversized. I don't think. I mean, well, we're not being told there's anything new necessarily as far as first appearances. It's uh, it's going to be chocked full of stuff. I think it's going to be full of goodies. So, are you five packing it? Ten packing it? I don't know. Nope. You decide right now. What do you do right now? I got. I can't think right about now. it. I got a day what or is, two. What is your suggestion? I'm going three. Okay, I'm going four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. But you're serious? You're seriously going yeah, for? 100%. All right. All right. So that's seven. Seven from the Ellinger boys. <coughs> and we've talked. Oh, sorry. Anything else in image? Um, sorry, I got excited about. You got excited over everything else. Righteous Thirst for Brent Vengeance. Newburn number three. That's exciting. Uh, let's see. I talked about Aerosmith, The Walking Dead. Okay, now we can go to AWA. Okay. Well, boom. There's we talked yeah. about the slaughter pack, and gotcha. what exactly it is. Gotcha. Here is bundle number one of the slaughter pack, which is the first five books gotcha. with the new David Mack covers. Twenty-five bucks. So you're paying five bucks a comic, right? Or, mm -hmm. or no? Is it six? Did we say it was six? I said it was one through five. One through five. Okay, so yeah, five bucks a piece with the discount. Yep. <coughs> yeah, new David Mack covers uh, in a bundle. I don't know if there's a slipcase or anything like that. I just know, mm. ha ha, here you yeah, go. Yeah, wrapped but in But we plastic. talked about that during our previews, so just FYI. You still you have still jump on the FOC, yep. do the order through previews, and be concurrent if yeah. you wanted that thing. Animal Castle number two from Blaze, we have... Two regular covers and three ratioed covers on that one. And we got a lot of heat on number one, so mm -hmm. do, do we think... People we th that read it really liked it. Okay. Fan, yeah. And so, 
Um, is two going to be under ordered and in demand then because of word of mouth? Two is normally the lower, mm-hmm. the lowest ordered of, or no, is it? Yeah, yeah. Two is normally the least ordered. Yeah. Of a comic that hits. Yeah. So Silvio the Bull is cover A, and Alizar the Rat is cover B. So you got to get both. So you got to get both? Yep. <clears throat> Laura, number three. I've, I'm coming around on Laura. Um, first, I was like, eh, it's no Carmen. And, <laughs> but the second issue was pretty good. Um, it's it. He definitely can suck you into his world and that world just happens to be about relation a relationship and so it's you know it's just a slice of life type of situation comic which i like um but yeah it's growing on me and i I just don't think it burns as hot as carmen did from the start um so it's more of a, a slow burn there you go drew what do we love we love post apocalyptic right yes we do so, from Behemoth Comics, we have Quad number one. In the last decade of the 21st century, a massive solar storm hits planet Earth, destroying all technology in its way. Global communications were lost, nuclear reactors collapsed, the climate suffered the worst drastic changes, and financial systems were gone. The survivors had to adapt to the harsh new reality. New societies were built over the ruins of those that crumbled four generations fast. So that's where we are in Quad number one. The mechanic Tara and her black cat Elvis accept a quick and simple repairing job in the middle of nowhere. There's something odd about this job. Nothing's ever simple. So, okay, so it's not doesn't take place on a college campus quad. So, Correct. what does the quad mean? I assume we've broken our new society into four places. Gotcha. But I don't know. Oh, four generations. Okay, four generations awesome. have passed. That's the quad. I guess. It's possible. All right. What do you think? Seems in- seems very interesting. Again. It, it does. Yeah. It does, but, you know, we're all in on... We seem to read, like, way too many post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. books, but... That's our jam. Yeah, we always say we should stop. And we, we always stop. go back to them and enjoy them. So yes. just FYI, yeah. we, we do this a lot. Uh, Action Mad, Action Lab gives us New Men number one, a four issue miniseries by Moriga Muriwa <laughs> Oya Oya Deli Murawa Oya Deli. Oh my God! Sorry about that. I apologize for just leaving you out there. Sorry about that. <coughs> With art by Dotun Akande. Um. <clears throat> it's the near future. Those who face death without fear are given the abilities of God's superpowers. People are tying themselves to train tracks and running into burning buildings to gain these powers. Few succeed, most die. Those that succeed are new men, but they're hunted down by the badass bounty hunter Shade. Dive headfirst into the mind-blowing world of biopunk superhuman action, straight from amazing first-time African creators Oyedele. And Akande. By the way, quad may be an existing property. Oh. I'm finding some old quads, so this may be quad Terra and Elvis. No. So this world may exist. I don't, I, they I'm need to put a colon at, on that stuff. To help me yeah. out. 
but everything is in Spanish that I find for quad, so I don't know the answer to any of this. Oh, so it could be first time in English, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. English translation. Eh, all right. That's still cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who's publishing The Adventures of Adrian James? Oh, that's a heavy metal book. Ah. Um, high adventure among the stars in a far-off galaxy obsessed with rarity and exotic treasures of a million worlds. Thousands of treasure-hunting factions vie for the rarest treasures of them all, the fabulous and mysterious Eradu, long rumored to be the source of ultimate power and hidden somewhere in the galaxy by the long-lost elders, the Eradu holds the key to dominance over the cosmos. Okay. Eradu it is. Eradu. Oh, Kyle, are we, do, are we still doing this FOC pick thing? Yeah, I'm picking Saga. <laughs> no, I thought I always got to go first. Ah, sorry. <laughs> in, and you know, in three weeks or whatever, uh, four weeks, it's going to be our pick of the week. It's Saga again. It'll be Saga again. So I'll go with Aerosmith. Saga two. We'll go to Image. Um, <laughs> as soon as you do it, I have old Aerosmith start playing in my head. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Dream on. Dream on. Thank you. Thank you. That's, I'm here all week. Wait, wait, you stopped right before the high part. Uh, yeah, I did. There's a reason. <laughs> all right, what's, oh, what's next? We Where we going? Let's head over to our friends at the top, the Hot 10. Oh, yes. Our friends at CBSIR, comicbookinvest.com, and look at their Hot 10 and see if they shill a little bit less in this one. Than <laughs> Is it all about what not? Yeah, exactly. At rank one, we have the Daily Bugle No Way Home newspaper. This is not a comic, but it's over $150. Um, it definitely deserves a spot on this list. Cool concept for sure. For those who were born in this century, a newspaper is how we used to disperse news. And they had things called editors that would make fact checks prior to publishing. These are all old things. It wow. is archaic, but don't you know, uh, you kind of want to go back to those days. <laughs> also true. So I don't know how you get that, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, was that was that a uh, comic shop thing? Yeah, I'm not sure how you got the Daily Bugle No Way. Got a Liberty Mutual ad on it. <laughs> we're, so we're still shilling. We're still yeah. So I'm, I'm curious. <coughs> I never saw this. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay, I see where I came from, but oh, well, sorry. At rank two, we have Ultimate Comic Spider-Man number five. Over a hundred dollars. This was a twenty-dollar book, and now look at it. We love a good origin story, but the origin of Miles' suit—it's time to hit the back issue bins and try to find this one. So this is a Brian Michael Bendis written Ultimate Comics uh, with Sarah Pacelli on art. I think it was a New York City exclusive thing. Boo! I think that's why it was like just sold at like newsstands in New York City. Nah. That that might be what it was. Okay, at rank three we have Odin's Eye, number one. The last of the final five from Bad Idea. It's a great cover, 50 to $70. What's everyone's thoughts on Bad, Bad Idea? How have they changed since ENIAC number one? We still hate them. We still hate them. We still hate them with a passion. Yeah. Um, and and, and root, actively root for their failure and bankruptcy. Correct. Yes. I apologize if you don't like our opinions. We like when people can get the comic books they want to get. That's yes. all we have to say about that. 
rank four, Vengeance number one, Ryder Joe Casey, artist Nick Dragonetta. This is when nine point no, sixes are not even close. Dragota. There you go. I added an N. I apologize. Yeah, put a little N in there. <clears throat> I do that. When nine point sixes are selling out and have gone up in price from five fifty to six fifty to seven hundred, you know this book is climbing. The back of a jean jacket in a foreign trailer is all it took to turn on the propane. Okay, so, um, what is this? What is what is Vengeance this? Vengeance number one. I mean, why why is it hot? We don't um, know. You're googling. Apparently, in a foreign trailer for Spider Man. Oh, uh, so this is okay. And so, what is what is in Vengeance number one? Is this a spoiler for the movie that I don't want to know? Yeah, I think it's America Chavez stuff. Oh, uh, I don't care about her. Yeah, first appearance of Miss America Chavez. That's what. The, so. That's where this is. Vengeance one is the first appearance of America Chavez. That's what I just told you. But I, but I could have swore we had heat on America Chavez stuff before, and it wasn't this. Correct. But you see how her first solo series from everything like Hawkeye and uh, everybody else is yeah. blowing up because they're attainable. Gotcha. This is the actual first appearance of America Chavez, who we are rumored to possibly be getting. Gotcha. So everybody going crazy. Jean jacket. Okay, now I get it. All right. Move along. So we, we unload the mysteries here. Oh, yeah. At rank five, God Country number one. I have so many of these, and I, I've already missed the high mark on them. Yep. 9.8s plummeted below $200, but with the showrunner announced this week, interest has picked back up, and they're back up to $300. Long term, this was only a six-issue mini. How would they make this a multiple season series? Oh, they, yeah, they, they don't have to. These. Well, that's where your 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 long term heat, your your Walking Dead heat on things comes right. from. Right. So dump this. Yes. At rank six, Archie's Holiday Magic Special number one, the Dan Parent limited to two fifty. There, eighty to ninety dollars. These super limited Betty and or Veronica covers continue to do well. They are almost a no brainer in ordering them. At this point, as they have all ended up selling for double your buy-in. At rank 7, Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 33. Uh, the uh, Manhanini, Manhanini, <laughs> 1 in 25 variant. Shut up. <laughs> $40. This cover looks like it is straight out of the animated Spider-Verse movie. Ah, uh, we love it. At rank 8, Star Wars High Republic Adventures Annual 2021 Online Exclusive. Now, I I, I I talked about this annual, but I did not know there was an online exclusive. $100. Not too sure how many of these were produced, but it does look like... It doesn't look like too many. Why does IDW feel the need to put that huge logo on top of the cover? Yeah, yeah I see what you're saying with the online exclusive. Stuff. The online exclusive? <coughs> IDW? Yeah. Is that what he's talking about? Yeah, there's a weird triangle on it that just kind of blocks a lot of stuff. At Rank 9, we have Amazing Spider-Man 10 from 2015. 30 to $40. This is up from the 20 to 30 And honestly, it looks like a steal at that price point. Spider-Verse 2 is going to be massive. So why not Spider-Punk? Nice. At Rank 10, Star Wars Crimson Rain number 1. The 1 in 50. 1 in 50 is up over 125 If you really think about it, there could be Star Wars stories told until the end of time. I haven't been home to pick this one up but the premise of this tale sounds right up my alley and honorable mentions baiting as amazing spider-man 50 all-time highs pretty much across the board for this classic book so stoked 
Uh, the Nanafrio is back. Can you believe that the Daredevil TV show was six years ago? So they don't tell us anything about price or anything. Just tell you to snag that book and know about it. We have Mystic number 18, as the other honorable mention, a 4.5 sold this week for $2,200 following a 7.0 that sold last month for 3850 To the person who picked up the 5.0 in 2004 for $82, you get a cupcake. As for the cover, um, it seems a bit disingenuous to say the corpse in the ground that is dying, blah, 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 yuck. All kinds of crazy stuff. Gross. Now, do we have a uh, do, do we have some DC offerings? We haven't talked DC at all, have we? For our sneak peek, I think we are finally able to move on to them for their comics coming out this week. Uh, we've got Batcat nine of twelve. Boy, this book has taken forever, but I guess that's what monthlies do. Um, so good stuff there. J the Jim Lee is pretty interesting. I like that. Um, Batman One Dark Knight number one. This is the Jock um, book and Black Label. Uh, could be something. Not sure. We'll see. See how that goes. Um, we've got Catwoman thirty eight. The Jenny Frizen B cover is amazing. Looks really good. Oh, and we finally get the second issue of Catwoman Lonely City. Holy smokes, that feels like that's been a long time coming. I wonder if it even lists its um, original release date. Yeah. No, it doesn't. They've moved it. They said it was... Um, yeah, it, it says it's going to be in store 12-21, but... I'm pretty sure that first one was three months ago, maybe. It feels like it. Uh, let's see what else we've got here. I don't understand comic tags. I don't understand the point of those. <laughs> so there are, but there are it's, some. It's, it's a way for stores to get money for digital sales. That's right. We talked about that. Yeah. I didn't understand it then. I'm old. <laughs> Uh, Legends of the Dark Knight, number eight. Not been reading that. What's going on with Nightwing? What is he doing? Ooh. Why is he... What is... Oh, that's his dog. Dog on him. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I thought his chest was, like, split open or something. He's just tired out after a long night of crime fighting. Oh, yeah. What are those sticks called of his? What do they call that? Uh, Escrima. Escrima sticks. It, the Escrima is a combo, a Kimbo. But who sleeps in leather pants? I mean, <laughs> that's got to chafe. It's, yeah, it can't be good. Uh, red refrigerator full of heads coming back for issue three. I'm just about ready to dump that one. It's not great. Uh, red shift from Scout. Did you talk about that? No, I did not. What's that about? Sorry, I'm looking on uh, litter for this. While humanity grapples to survive on Mars, the Ministry of Exploration pins mankind's last hope on resurgence on an astronaut 
who's scared of space in the space odyssey brews of total recall and interstellar i like total recall not <coughs> interstellar there you go yeah. that's something i missed is that, is that a movie that you've, you've seen uh, yeah and good a lot going on in that movie as with most christopher nolan things yeah yeah that is a wicked refrigerator full of pets cover, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. What's the image got? Nothing impressive up there for me. Oh, like... No number ones. No. I can't believe there's a new That Texas Blood already. I thought... Mm -hmm. I thought there was... Okay, it's the Christmas. I was thinking they were going to do a Christmas special. And so this is a, this is a, a one shot basically, but they're going to keep numbering. All right, because <laughs> that's what I—I I mean, I thought that's what I thought was going to happen was they were, yeah. the next thing out was going to be a Christmas special, <coughs> but I didn't realize they were just going to keep the numbering going. That's cool. I like that. Make it simple. Uh, down in Dark Horse, we have more Black Hammer, more Hellboy. <laughs> some joy operations number two and some more stranger things mm -hmm. the end of the tomb of Yibwen oh I missed that for stranger things oh well okay oh nothing from IDW mm-mm Let's see what we got from Marvel. None I like that Spider-Man 82 cover. Uh, with the through the windows, yeah, or the the the, the blind him <laughs> peeking through the no, blind through the windows through yeah. the windows the hospital rooms. So have you you've noticed that Spider-Man's doing this? Like they'll have an Amazing Spider-Man 82 and then an Amazing Spider-Man 82 dot b e y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't they, instead of doing that, why don't they do what Amazing Spider-Man 82 and a half? Okay, yeah. And put it, and then slot it in between. Because, I mean, the reason they're doing the 82.bey instead of, like, Amazing Spider-Man Beyond number one mm -hmm. is obviously those don't sell as well as linking it to the main series. So why don't they actually like slot it with a half issue in between? I mean, six to one half a dozen the other. They're doing the decimal point, but yeah. But I mean, nobody likes the decimal point. And you think anybody would like, or like they could do like point five, mm -hmm. or or if they had multiples, they could do like point two five. Well, I guess they have done that, <laughs> haven't they? They've done point ones, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. We, we hated those. Yep. Yeah. Well, I understand they want sales and their sales data shows this will sell better than this so mm -hmm. all right i'm all, all right i'll quit whining but what you can talk to me about is avengers forever number one for marvel jason aaron and aaron cooter writing this an all-new series starring the avengers of the multiverse oh god so we've gotten some dope characters from the multiverse before yeah true it's a crowded cover, man. Very. 
<laughs> very, very, very. Um, so, yeah, I don't even, I don't know where to begin. So you're saying get it, because who knows? Might be the first appearance of somebody. Might be. Or did we already get that in Avengers 750? When this was introduced. Those are the questions. Yeah, I don't know. Oof. Kate Bishop, the number two of her new series. Yeah, didn't love it. Hoping this awesome. this one's better. Yeah. Did you expect to love it? Sure, sure. Okay. I mean, I loved, I loved the Hawkeye. Uh, that was in. I loved her in West Coast Avengers. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that um, Kelly Thompson's run? Mm-hmm. I loved that. Thought she was really great in that. Of course, I loved the Fraction run with her. Oh yeah. So, I thought it would be good. So, still a chance. First issue Here jitters, right? Moon Knight 6. Oh, glorious. Oh, that Raza. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I'm glad that's coming. That'll be fun. Darth Vader 19. Dark Order. In the bowels of Bespin, Darth Vader told his son he wanted to bring order to the galaxy. Now Vader's promises to put the put to the test as he leads an unlikely crew of heroes and assassins against the criminal organization known as the Crimson Dawn. Well, Wastelander's Hawkeye looks pretty good. Don't know why we're not calling it Old Man Hawkeye, but... <laughs> Did you explain that to me too, why we're doing that? We've just simply changed it. Instead of saying old man, we've done it so we can put young characters in the same universe. So it, w- it won't be an old Hawkeye. It's simply a dystopian uh, universe yeah. now. Okay. <coughs> Whatever. We're finishing up the trial of Magneto. Mm-hmm. Good fun there. I didn't think Wolverine could swim. Can Wolverine swim? I thought it was too heavy. Do you think? Made of metal. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm looking at Wolverine 19. Okay. I I can see that. Yeah. Maybe adamantium is really light, though. Okay. In the comics, Wolverine can swim when he did, but he still has to counteract his sinking boats. That was, um, that was in, that's, that's in Wikipedia somewhere. Yes, that, literally you Google that and it comes up as a Screen Rant article. Well, can Wolverine swim? Because his body weight, while an impressive 325 pounds, should be no match for superhuman levels of strength. Oh, uh, I gotcha. There's been, ah. there's, we have the data. <laughs> Adamantium is a much lighter metal than I thought. Yes, yes. And it, is it, are his bones hollow? His, they're not solid He's adamantium. He's not a bird. No, his bones are coated in adamantium. They're coated in adamantium. Okay, there we go. So there's still bone underneath. Yes. Well, they're ca- probably not because he's been chopped up. Yeah. yeah. So those like original bones are probably <coughs> gone. Right? No, they heal. He's got he's got a healing factor, homie. Oh, I thought just the adamantium healed. No, his body healed. That's why he was used yeah, to that yeah. experiment. Yeah, that's just right. because he reco- had recoverability. Yeah, so the bones would come back inside mm-hmm. the inside the coated animadium. Animantium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need a medical doctor r- rolling on this. How is that possible? 
<laughs> These comics are a little far fetched. <laughs> These comics stretching the the grounds there. Oh, Eat the Rich finishes up with five of five. That was on some uh, best of lists, I think. Yeah. Well, are you skipping? Nothing? You don't. You just assume there's nothing in Dynamite for you. Oh, uh, I I was looking at it, and it well, there wasn't anything. I did it silently. Yeah, a bunch of those uh, homages to three hundred in the McFarland cover that we hate. Yeah. Yep. But, um, so now we're back. We're back half in it. Mm-hmm. A King's Vengeance, and that is uh, Scout Comics. Yeah, I like that King's Vengeance. Was that up in the Was that up in the Lunar? Is it that, Vault? Yeah. <laughs> is it Vault or Scout? That's 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 Lunar. Scout is with Lunar. Oh, that's so confusing. Mm-hmm. Maybe just for me, but it's confusing. No, no, it's confusing for everybody. Everyone. Yes. Bountiful Garden. Citizen number four from Action Lab. I kind of like the look of that. It's interesting. A lot of anime, manga stuff making its way on the, in this back half. No holds barred, number one. first issue of that one. That is the behemoth comic. When Queen Elizabeth I is kidnapped, only the dramatic duo of William Shakespeare and William Page with their superhero alter egos the Bard and Page can save her. This comic is completely written in iambic pentameter. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, second place by from Source Point Press. That's a a little bit all agey looking, isn't it? Mm hmm. We have Octobriano with Love. Stephanie Phillips, Stuart Taylor, Andrea Towers writing this $10 book from Dead Good Comics. American Mythology gives us Fright Night number one. Only a $4 book. Plenty of covers to choose from. Oof. Oof, Kyle. What did I what did I like? Tell me what I liked. I know what I liked. Why don't you go first then while I'm trying to catch up? Um, I liked our little scout book there in A King's Vengeance number one. Yeah. And although I complained about it, I think I'm gonna go with Wastelander's Hawkeye. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Just don't know which cover, man. Like, it says there's one. This one's a connecting color cover, but I don't mm -hmm. see what it's connecting to. Which one it might be connecting to? Maybe they're not seeing the other one, or is it part of that? Because it doesn't look like the color scheme of the other three, mm -hmm. right? So that's really nice. So is the Mobili 
and so is this the cover A. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the connecting color cover. Hmm. Would you have gone with a different one? No, that's a good one. I like it. Yep. What was your choice again? Remind me. Um, sorry, I scrolled off of it. King's Ven King's The Scout. Yeah, the Scout book. A King's Vengeance number one. Only fantastic. one cover. <laughs> well, yeah, fantastic. No choice. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm looking at it. Still looking at books. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys for hanging along with Drew and myself as we head towards the end of the year, as we head towards Christmas and New Year's and all this fun stuff. Thank you for hanging out with us. Um, yeah, Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to all everybody. of you. And to all a good night. No. Um, but we hope everybody has a safe and happy holidays. Um, we don't know what our schedule is going to be coming forward. We're going to try to put some stuff out for you, but yeah, a lot of things in flux up there. Um, all answers to everything can be found at patreon.com and search comics for fun and profit uh, we appreciate y'all for Drew and for myself see ya